Welcome to the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Perda. I'm a life and marriage coach for moms, wife, mom of three, and I'm also an Aries, and for my fellow human design nerds, a sacral manifesting generator. This podcast is for women who want to be happier in their marriage as they navigate their journey through motherhood, even if you're like me and you weren't shown how while growing up. Inside, we're going to be talking about breaking generational cycles when it comes to how to handle conflict in healthy ways, redefining motherhood your way, and prioritizing your well-being because here, we believe that women don't have to sacrifice their happiness to be a great mom. And a quick note to mamas listening with kids around, you may want to pop your earbuds in because nothing is left unsaid on this show, which means there may be times where something I say isn't meant for little ears. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Marriage and Motherhood podcast. This week, I'm going to be talking to you about a phrase I've been hearing pretty often from my clients lately that has led to burnout and overwhelm, and they didn't even know it. And that phrase is, it's just easier to do it myself. So if you have experienced feeling burned out and overwhelmed a lot lately from all the responsibilities from the housework to the parent work, this episode is for you. I know that I have definitely been one to say and think this in the past, and I just wanted to tackle this because I hear this a lot and I just want to share my two cents on this and see if this changes anything for you. Right. So if you've been feeling burned out or overwhelmed from doing what seems like two times, three times, or even more than your fair share of the housework, of the parenting work, then you're going to want to tune into this. This has been coming up a lot with my clients. And in our coaching calls, I have noticed that they make these subtle, quiet, choices, these decisions to just do more, to do quote unquote everything and all to make life at home run more smoothly. But in the process, they're letting themselves get burned out, which impacts their energy level, their marriage and their life in general right? So that phrase, it's just easier to do it myself. It's, it sounds harmless. It's like, well, why wouldn't I just do it? I'm here. I'm, I'm able, right? I'm capable of doing it and it'll get done, right? But the question I want to ask you to consider is, is it actually easier right? Is it actually easier? I want you to think of past situations where you've actually said this or thought this, where you're like, it's just easier if I do it myself, right? I want you to take a moment and consider that. Okay. Once you have that in your mind, I want you to ask yourself, what sparked your thought or you saying that? What sparked it? 
for you to think it's just easier if I do it myself. Now, for me and my clients, oftentimes what sparks it is actually frustration. We're walking around and we're noticing, oh, that's not done. It's not done right. It's not done yet. Some kind of version of that, right? And it's the frustration that drives that thought of, it's just easier if I do it myself, right? And I want you to notice that it's actually not out of love. It's not out of wanting to be kind, wanting to, you know, if your partner's love language is acts of service, it's not coming from that place, right? When we do things to satisfy our needs and we feel frustrated, that's where resentment is born. That's where it builds. And it actually impacts how we interact with our spouse and sometimes even with our kids. And definitely how we choose to interact in our own lives as ourselves, right? For example, with our marriage, we can start acting bitter and cold instead of warm, loving, and fun, like how we want to be, how we perhaps normally are, right? Instead of offering a welcoming hello when they come home, you're just like, I'm just going to pretend I don't see them because I'm just, I'm over it, right? Maybe instead of cracking jokes or laughing or flirting, you're really stoic and serious and humorless, right? You, you, can, you can feel the thickness of the tension in the air, right? So while it may be, quote unquote, easier to d- just do the thing in that moment, I want to invite you to consider like what the impact is when you do that. Will your frustration and resentment build and affect how you view and interact with your partner? Will it affect how you're able to be there for your kids? Will it affect how you feel about yourself? Right? Like, are are you going to be okay with your mental load that you just opted to take in? Are you going to be energetically depleted because you just did that? Are you going to be more emotional? Maybe not even in the moment, but later on after everything is all said and done and, and you sit down and you're like, well, I really didn't like that. I'm actually really pissed right now. Right? Of course, there are times where it's beneficial for you to just do it yourself. And knowing how to determine when to do that has been very helpful for, for me, but also my marriage and my clients and their marriage. So I'm going to share with you how you can do this for yourself because it's not like a cut and dry thing where it's like, I can do it. So I will do it kind of thing, right? It needs to be a decision that you make an intentional one at that so that you don't end up suffering the impact of a very small, quick decision that you made 
in the moment. Okay. So the next time you find yourself thinking that it's easier to just do something yourself, I want you to ask yourself, will I hold this against my partner if I do this? I had a client who didn't know she did this, but every time something didn't go right and she didn't bring it up, she also didn't let it go. It started storing and storing and storing as if she had like this filing cabinet. That's actually what we use to have her visualize it, right? She had a filing cabinet where she was just storing ammunition to spit back out whenever she got to the point where she just hit her edge and she lost it with her husband. And then out came all these incidents that she never brought up and her husband was just like shocked. Like, where is this all coming from? Okay. So next time if you say to yourself or you think to yourself, it's just easier for me to do it myself. I want you to ask yourself, am I going to hold this against them? Or am I okay letting this go? And I'm just truly okay with doing this, right? And only you can answer that for yourself. If you're willing to let it go and not bring it up or let it fester, meaning like you're truly okay with it, not convincing you're okay with it. Okay. Cause we're not about that here. We're not about what they call spiritual bypassing, which is like convincing yourself and trying to be positive about things. But when really, honestly, authentically, there's an issue. Okay. But if you're truly okay with just doing the thing, letting it go, then by all means, go for it. There's going to be times where, where you feel this way. And that's perfectly fine. I'm sure your partner will end up appreciating the support. Okay. But if you think this is going to cause issues, then perhaps it's best to bring it up to your partner. Either give a loving reminder if it's something that may have been forgotten or hasn't happened on your on, on the timeline that you guys have agreed, right? Ask if they plan on doing it still, or maybe it's time to set up a time to chat about dividing up the responsibilities so that you can have more energy left for yourself, left for your marriage, your kids. And plus, you'd probably be more pleasant to be around too, right? You'd be more playful, more flirty, more loving, more fun, more supportive, more nurturing, more patient. Like the list truly goes on. And by the way, this whole approach is in the name of self-love and self-care. Okay. So to answer the question, it is not always easier to just do it yourself. Okay. It is a case by case basis. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should or have to. Okay. I feel like this all stems from our desire that has been put on us, not that we actually desire this, but a learned desire to be the perfect woman, to be the perfect wife, to be the perfect mom. But perfection is not 
the goal here, okay? I want you to consider where did I learn this from? Where did I witness this, right? Most times the answer is gonna be the previous generation, the women that you grew up watching, right? You learned from them. And you know what they tended to do? They actually glorified being martyrs. They loved to strive to be the most selfless, the most giving, the most everything to everyone but themselves. And so what has resulted from that is that they have a bitterness to them, okay? They are burned out. They don't know how to ask for help. They just think that this is the role that a female wife and mom sign up for. And this is not what our generation is about, okay? And, and what else it has led to is repressed bitterness. And also fast forward to when the kids grow up and they're independent and maybe they move out, what's left for them? They're lost. I've heard that so much from the pre previous generation. Like, what do I do with myself now? Because they didn't take the time to live life for them while raising kids. Now, yes, you are a mom. Yes, you are a wife, but you were always and still are your own person. You get to have your own needs, your own feelings, your own desires, your own goals, your own growth. You get to have all of that still. And you will not go after all that or advocate for yourself if you don't start taking care of yourself because you will not have the energy to do so. So this is one example of how you can love and care for yourself in a deeper way just by asking yourself and being more intentional about, do I actually want to do this? Is this something I choose to do willingly or is this going to bite me in the ass later in the form of picking fights, in the form of feeling disconnected, in the form of being really frustrated, right? Because that's not going to solve the issue. If it needs to be a conversation, have the courage and have the conversation so that you can stop these patterns that you keep walking into, which is really really exhausting. Okay. Remember that you're doing life with a partner. So let them share in the load and always communicate, right? Your partner doesn't always know how overwhelmed you are and whether or not they should do anything to support you until you let them know, until they learn. Ah, okay. This is what it looks like when she's overwhelmed, okay? Which first takes you having that level of awareness and then teaching them. You almost have to 
write your own manual. I feel like this is like just human life in general, right? Our journey of being self-aware is us writing our manual of what does it mean to be me? What is it that I need? How do I feel? How do I go about life? And then sharing that with your partner so that they know how to be the best partner for you. Because that is so different than their previous partners. We're all treating our own partners based on information that we have acquired from past relationships and also information we've picked up along the way in our current relationship. Now, the fastest way to expedite that is to learn about yourself and share it with your partner and just keep having it be a learning process where you grow with each other, learning how to support each other. Okay. It's important to fill them in because if you don't, that's when you feel unsupported. That's when you feel like, why am I doing all of these things? Why does life feel so hard? Why do I feel so burned out? Why do I feel so overwhelmed? Why do I feel so disconnected from you? Okay. It all starts with you. And one way to do this is in this small decision of, of adding in more intentionality into your life of, is this actually easier for me to do myself? Do I actually want to do this or am I going to hold this against my partner? All right. That's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll catch you next time. Bye. If you like this podcast, I invite you to reach out to work together because how things are right now doesn't have to be how things are for the rest of your life. I'm here to support you in identifying what small shifts you can make so you can improve your communication and connection with your husband while creating a fulfilling life. This means getting specific feedback for your unique life and relationship so that you can focus your effort on what actually creates more joy and connection in your life. Thank you so much for listening to the Marriage and Motherhood podcast. I hope that this episode helped you deepen your relationship with your husband and more importantly, with yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to leave a review. See you back here next week. Bye.